Welcome. I welcome you to Ran Out of Talent Podcast. We can't thank you enough for checking in, taking it in, listening to the stats. Joey Fitzsimmons is the co-host. You got Joe Jr. running the show. Me? I'm a man just trying to just rip up a couple freestyles just for you. Tuning in to Ran Out of Talent. But if you ever run out of talent, don't take no time, don't take anything. Just get a hold of Junior or Joey and talk about it. But if you Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host, Joe Zer Jr., and my mic is really hot right now. And with me is my co-host, Joseph Fitzsimmons. How's it going tonight, Joey? It's going pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. A happy Mother's Day to all the possible mothers that are out there listening to this podcast on this fine Sunday evening. I I think my wife is probably the only mother that listens to this podcast or some poor husband makes her wife listen in the car or something like that. (laughs) Ain't nothing wrong with that, though. No. I've subjected Beth to several terrible, well, good in my opinion, is but terrible to her. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, man, what's uh, new with you? What did you end up doing today after a long night at FTR? Um, well, I uh, I brought Clayton home last night because he had some vehicle issues, so I uh, oh, yeah. gave him a ride home, and I didn't get home till probably about, how late was it? Probably about 2.30. Ooh. Girlfriend and I took showers and hung out for a little bit, went to bed, I think, finally at like 3.30. That's rough. I got so, home at nine thirty and I was exhausted. As soon as as soon as podium picks were done, we were out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, before we talk about FTR, so we haven't recorded in about a month. We we're gonna do an episode before I went to Silver State, dude. I was in such a rush. I didn't have any time. You know what I mean. Oh, yeah. No, I don't blame you. That's why when you texted me and said, you want to do it this week or after I come back? I said, you know, let's probably do it when we come back. Yeah, because it's I was looking at my pile of stuff and it's like I could still I barely made it. Okay, Mm -hmm. so like the Friday prior, Donnie brought my stuff down. Donnie towel brought my stuff down. Yep. So I brought my stuff up to his place in Hibbing. So I had to bring that the Friday before and it's like, I'm looking at stuff. It's like, you know, kind of going through my head, making sure everything was right. But that whole week prior, I skipped a lot of time at the gym. Dude, I haven't been to the gym in like three weeks. Oh man. Yeah. I'm not feeling good. Um, cause I was going to go again. I was going to start, you know, right when I got home, but it's like getting my shit together throughout this week has just been difficult. Mm-hmm. But I'm finally like back to normal because I had to get my fist scale ready for FTR and I had to get a nitro buggy ready to go for Joe 3 for FTR for this week. Mm-hmm. And none of that was good to go. But anyway, so went to Silver State. I was there a little early because we booked the trip back in January, November and January. I don't know how old that email was with the um, hotel reservation. Well, Saturday prior comes along about the fifth scale and the fifth scale schedule. Well, we can't practice until Thursday. 
Well, I get in on Tuesday. Oh, man. Well, it's all right. I mean, there could be worse places to be than the South Point in Las Vegas. True. That is true. I think the first day I won a thousand bucks. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I ended up buying a bunch of parts and all that stuff, just keeping me going. Um, I really only saw the fist scale side of things. I saw a little bit of the A scale, but I helped out the mod crew, you know, watering the track and helping them announce races and all that. And, mm-hmm. you know, they were super awesome, helpful guys too. Believe me, they helped me more than I helped them. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, by the time the weekend uh, was over, Matt Olson, Jason, and Chris, I forget Jason and Chris's last name, they were fucking, I guarantee they were sick of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, the Fiskill community, what the Fiskill community reminds me of, like this particular one, and don't get me wrong, I'm not putting down anybody with a pit trailer, and the second I can afford a pit trailer, I am going to buy one. But it reminds me of the MNRC before everybody had a pit trailer. You know what I mean? It was um, just a wide-open community, everybody helping everybody. You know, there's... And you, and you meet all types, you know, I was pitting with the mod group and all them awesome group of guys. And then I spent a lot of time bullshitting with, uh, Brian Sullivan and those guys over there. Brian Sullivan sold me a bunch of parts too. He had a little hobby shop thing going. He was an awesome guy. Dan from O'Neill brothers racing fucking, I he saved my fucking life because Saturday night or was it? No, it's Friday night. Friday night. I thought I sucked dirt in my motor. Well, I sucked dirt, but it didn't reach my motor. But what it did do, it was, it absolutely obliterated my carburetor and he figured it out for me. You know what I mean? Yep. It, I mean, but all these guys, it's like, Hey, you know, I was told you could help me. They're like, oh, absolutely, you know. And, you know, the so like the MNRC community, they're very helpful like that too. It's just, it's not a wide open thing anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, it was really awesome community and crew and all that. And fuck, I had the toughest luck in the world. Do tell. I uh, I seen you were you were breaking parts quite a bit. Uh, explain a little bit about that. I DNF just about every round of open. I had one complete round and it was rough. So I start at the top of the E, two laps in. I'm just crushing. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna play alphabet soup today with open, and I'm coming around on the second or third lap. My rear arm breaks and it's like, fuck, <laughs> come on. You know, so but 40 plus, I make it into the A main after like a lap or two. I'm up into that second spot, maybe third. I'm battling for podium and win and all that. About two minutes in, I just get 
peeled. It's like, holy shit. Like I've never been peeled. Well, I mean, I've been peeled like that, but people have been nice enough to wait. They're smart enough to know what they did and they just wait and we go again. Cause that, that happens, especially in the kind of, no, this guy just kept on going. <laughs> um, yeah, it was ridiculous. But anyway, um, but that was only two minutes in the race. I ran the rest of that race mad and ended up fourth and 40 plus. That was kind of, you know, it was, wasn't my fault. I got peeled, but it was my fault that I didn't put my head down and cause I caught up to him and I was trying to hit him. I was trying to blast that guy off the track. I'm glad I didn't. I was really close to doing it, but I'm glad I didn't because I don't know. It's, it's something that I was trying to do when I was pissed off, but I'm glad I didn't after it's all said and done. Right. So, um, yeah, I ended up fourth and 40 plus. It was funny. Sean came and, uh, watched a race and I was just getting off the track. He's like, man, cause in, uh, in one of the heats, some dude wasn't letting me buy when I was lapping. I mean, it's like, yeah, whatever. But he's kind of rubbing doors and all that shit. And I go to Sean, I'm like, you see that stuff? He's like, yeah. And the second he says, yeah, the truck that was rubbing doors with me had a runaway. There was like, I would say, a four-foot wide gap to where the trucks could leave the track area. Mm-hmm. He hits that gap. And his truck went wide open. And this is the best case scenario. Because Sean, his thought was, I'm going to dive on the truck and pull the plug wire. But by the time he had that thought, the truck was gone. It went into the pits, but didn't hit anybody or anything. And it got lodged underneath the minivan. Oh, no. (laughs) It took like five people to lift the back of the minivan to unlodge it. And right there is the reason why Joe 3 didn't get a race's new fist scale yesterday at FTR because I did not have a kill switch for it. That scared the shit out of me so bad that everything I'm going to have is going to have a kill switch in it. Mm-hmm. I mean... I'm a mod guy, and I'm going to be running a mod kill switch, but if you're doing this fist scale shit, at least buy a dynamite. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, it was a great time. Um, Really sandy dirt. But, you know, it's Las Vegas. When the track gets that blown and broken up and shit like that, though, it's pretty fun with the fist scale. I think I'm... Definitely going to be going again next year. Um, I think I'm going to drive, though. Are you there? Yep, I'm here. Okay. So, I'm going to be bringing Joe 3, and we're probably going to race fist scales. Probably. I might race a scale 2, or Joe 3 might race a scale 2 just as a little bit of a time killer. Mm-hmm. One of us will. Um, maybe both of us. I don't know. That's a lot. But, um, yeah, it's... Oh, man. It's a good time, but... Yeah, I'll have to look into uh, coming out there next year. I keep hearing it's a really good time, and we should do it. Well, the reason why Silver State's so much 
more fun. Like DNC, I call that the world's 2.0 DNC for sure. But dude, there's only a track. Who gives a shit? You know, all these other places like uh, Psycho Nitro Blast, White Pines, Tennessee, somewhere in Tennessee. White Pine, Tennessee, yep. Yeah, who gives a shit? What What's there? Nothing. And that's why Silver State's fun because you got, well, this year you had like Barufalo winning everything. Yao Figueredo, who I thought was going to dominate, I don't even think he ended up making the A-Main. But, you, you know, you got, you have a great amount of racers. The track was, a uh, track got blown out, but they resurfaced. Anthony Westegard worked his ass off every night just to resurface the track. Um, But there's only so much you can do when you have on the, I think on the A-scale side, there was 1,130 entries. And on the fifth scale side, there was like 111. Oh, man. Yeah. So there's only so much a guy can do. True. But it was, it, it was fun. It really was. We're good. Glad um, to hear it was a good time. So one thing. So I always had a number in my head um of what it would cost to rent the arena and shit like that for um silver state for the amount of time my number just not to build the track but just to rent all that shit i had the idea of like 20 to $25,000 mhm that that was my thought so monday after when everybody was turned down and joey was about ready to leave or whatever everything was torn down i'm like joey i've had this number in my head am i even close he goes no it's way more i kind of imagine so yeah well what i did was i used what it would cost to rent an arena like that in minnesota and i timed times it by like five so that's how i kind of came up with that number mm-hmm but, dude, that South Point Casino is nice. The buffet is garbage. Uh, See, I was told the food was good there. Oh, the food's great. There's tons of restaurants in that place. But the buffet, was like, I ate at the Coronado Cafe almost every day. Like, you'd go to the Coronado Cafe before 6 a.m. You could get steak and eggs for six ninety five because that is a graveyard special. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, it was it was a great time. It really was. I'll have to uh, see if I can convince the woman to uh, save up some money and maybe possibly head down there next year. Yeah, well, so I flew Delta Comfort Plus, and I stayed an extra day in the front side and an extra day on the back side. I ain't leave until Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. My whole trip was like $1,200, but with hotel and flight. Mm-hmm. So, you know, take that information, do what you will with it. And next year, it could be totally different. It could be way, way more. It could be way cheaper. Who the fuck knows in these days? That is true. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Definitely, um, definitely a recommended trip. Um, yeah, some 
rumors coming out of that place too. It was interesting. Um, so I heard, you know, I'm not going to talk about it. I don't want things. <laughs> I I don't want things to get litigious on here. So, yeah, it it was awesome. Uh, oh, one thing that was cool. So I was talking to one of the mod guys, Chris. He's like one of the main guys at mod. And just the history, because he, he's been working in um, SoCal RC since he was a kid, since the 90s. Like, he worked at the ranch pitch shop, and he worked at OCRC when it closed, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He was such a rad guy to talk to, because I was helping the mod guys tear down on Monday morning, and I walk in at 10 o'clock and Chris is just sitting there wrenching. And I'm like, what's going on? He's like, oh, Matt's not going to be down here for another couple hours. So we sat and bullshit, bullshitted for a couple hours. And he was just an awesome guy to talk to. Good. Yeah. I'm again, definite, definite must again. So, yeah. So let's talk about FTR. Cause uh, you actually made a last minute decision to come, but that last minute decision wasn't a bad decision because we did not get going until one o'clock because of the rain. That is true. So, uh, oh, Friday night comes along. Uh, my original plan was to come out there anyways. Right. My dad had asked me if I wanted to go big car racing. Oh, yeah. And he needed some help. So I'm like, yeah, sure, let's do it. So Saturday morning comes along and I move some stuff out of the apartment. And uh, meet him back over here. Yeah. Our original plan was to tear out a motor, put a new one in, and fix ball joints on the other car. Yeah. How long does that take on a race car? Just pull a motor out and replace it? It depends on the uh, motor. Okay. It's got uh, if it's got a separate oil tank, you got to run all the lines for it. Mm-hmm. If it's an open motor, you got to run a different wiring harness than yeah. a uh, 525 crate like we have. Okay. But uh, it's just another 525 crate. So gotcha. it would it, it probably would have only took, I don't know, probably three, four hours. That sounds so bad. Had, had it in and running. Because it's, it's pretty much just unbolt and bolt. Right. Because, like, the, the, the fuel and water pump are actually, or the fuel and power steering pump are actually on the back of the motor on top of the transmission. Okay. So all that can just stay in there, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, the headers, the fan, the, the radiator, um, carburetor, all the wires and an external oil system. Gotcha. But all of that can be done. Like the external oil system and the flywheel can be done outside the car. Okay. Put the motor in then you got to bolt on the headers. You got to bolt it to the car, carburetor fan, you know, it's all pretty much reverse. So. Yep. Probably take three, four hours to do. Ball joints on the other car were probably taking 15, 20 minutes. Gotcha. Well, yeah, ball joints, if it's, like, wide open like that, they can be pretty quick. But uh, about 10 o'clock rolled around, and we uh, he decided not to. So Why did he decide not to? Just weather or? Weather, yeah, mainly. Didn't want to make the two-hour trip out there just to get rained out. I don't blame him because, I mean, that's a lot of gas and 
let's say you don't get rained out and it's just a damn mutter mm-hmm. cleaning up after that it fucking sucks it's terrible i feel bad for those e-buggy guys last night I know. I'm marshalling. So I volunteer marshaled the 35 plus main. That was the race before e buggy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I'm yelling at Dwayne Fisher. I'm like, this is getting greasy. I'm like, oh, they're going to call this one early. Nope. And then they Rain ran the e buggies. I'm like, holy shit, no way. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, about 10 o'clock rolled around and he decided not to. So I. Just, I stuck around with him for about an hour. Yeah. And uh, I left, went and picked up the girlfriend, left her place, I think, at noon, and we were there at 1245. That's almost like perfect timing. And I had to put a sway bar in it and set ride height, and I was ready to go. That's not bad at all. Like, my Truggy only has a front and rear clip on it right now. And I got to build the rest. And right now, while we're talking, I'm punching holes in tires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's tomorrow. Mm, I'm hoping to have it because it's the center diff in the radio tray. I'm hoping to have that done tomorrow. I got to find a time to paint bodies. Mm-hmm. I might hydro dip mine too. I like the way Joe three's carpet bodies turned out. Cause we really kind of learned how to do it. Mm-hmm. Last year's A scale body was a little. His A scale body was a little bit of a shit show, but his carpet bodies turned out really nice. So, I might do that to my truggy body. Hell yeah! Yeah, we'll see. Um, I might have though. Uh, it was it was kind of it was kind of nice running one class for one and for two. It's been a while since I've had to pit out of the bed of my truck. Right, right. Um. I have pitted out of the bed. I set my tables and pop up up, but I got a new Ogio bag and that did not leave the back of my truck. Mm-mm. It's like, nah, I'm not putting that down. It's a nice Austin Martin F1 bag. It's like, nah. <laughs> no, I don't want to get that dirty. Not yet. Not yet. It was, it was literally the first trip out with it. Ah, uh, yeah. Frickin' A. So I ran Fiscale yesterday. And I also picked one up for Joe 3. I got one for too good of a deal. I got to dump. Seen, huh? I've seen that. I got to dump about another 400 bucks into it before it's ready to go, but that's still well under retail. So, because I got to get a kill switch. I got to get a servo. Because I'm going to keep him on 2S. I don't think you need a 4S system for what, like, FTR. Um... So I'm going to, I got to get him a servo. I got to get him a kill switch and then I have to get him a V1 rims. Like a good example, um, Ethan Mickelson had V2 rims on that come on the 2.0 mm-hmm. and he cracked and broke one. Oh. Well, in the same crash show, he also broke a rear arm and stuff like that. But like I busted the shit out of my truck in Vegas and I did not break a rim. Like that's an example. Hmm. I'll tell you what though. I love the way Sean's tracks soaked up the water. We weren't like they were done laying wood chips at 1230 and we were racing at one o'clock. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah. But frickin' A, so uh, did you did you watch a hellish fist scale main I had? <laughs> I watched the last like thirty seconds of it. I broke my front bumper and my front body mount and the piece of the cage in the front body mount. It looked a lot worse than it really was because my truck was like squibbing around the track and the front body was totally alligatoring up like parachuting down the straightaway. Mm-hmm. So I busted all that because my truck for all the trucks for some reason were during the main were nosing off of the triples. Um, I don't know why, but, uh, and then I, uh, busted a shock shaft or a shock shaft, but at the top of the shock. So yeah, that was a little bit of, a rough, but I held on to a third place because Chris was behind me. He was closing in, but he also busted a front bumper. Oh no. So yeah, it was a good time though. We had five of them June 10th. I'm hoping to have more, but I'm not sure if I can race June 10th. So I might give mine up as a rental. Hmm. I might just so they run them. Because right. it's, uh, my father-in-law has a surprise retirement party happening. If it's before 4 or 5, I can't go. But if it's like 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, oh, I can go racing. Hell yeah. Because racing would have been done at like 4 or 5 o'clock yesterday if we would have started on time. That is true. And there were 90 entries. I mean, that was a pretty good opener for Sean. Very good opener. Yeah, it was a good time. I, I'm, You know, he's putting in a new layout before the next round, but I'm going to miss that layout. I want to say I've done three or four races on that layout. That was one of his better ones. I do like the way that one flows. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. Let's go through some results here. I'm pulling them up. We'll look at the e-buggy A-main. Did anybody not run it? Is my... No, everybody tried to run it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, I wouldn't have... I hate to say it, and I hate to be that guy, but after seeing what I saw in that 35-plus main and how wet it was getting, there was no way. But uh, Seth won that one, followed by Clayton Cartluca and Jordan Corton. But, yeah, that was... What else should we look at? Let's look at some Nitro Buggy. Seth wins that one, followed by Kyle Holmberg and Clayton Cartluca. Everybody is pretty well spread out there. I like that he does 20-minute mains instead of 30-minute mains, A-mains. It's like, all right, we got the point. <laughs> Truggy. Fuck, I missed a Marshall with you. I, I, meant to, I missed a Marshall with you, and I missed a Marshall with um, KP. Because you both went upside down on the, you know, you go over that triple and then you go off that off-camber double. Mm -hmm. You both ended up upside down in no man's land, and I wasn't looking there too much. But uh, Alan Smith wins that one, followed by Drew Dawkin in second, Frank Miller in third, and you ended up fourth. You were only four and a half. Huh? I was about nine seconds back from Frank at one point. Yep. Well, cause I that... made up. I made up about four and a half seconds in 
I want to get a minute and a half, I think. Oh, nice. But every time I'd got, you know, I was making ground on him, I'd I'd make a mistake. I'd make the ground back up, and then I'd make a mistake. Yeah, I. Dude, like I said though, fist scale, that was the shit out there because the little bumps that were screwing up the a scales. And like the like I was watching like little mistakes happening because they weren't even divots they were just naturally formed bumps in the track at that point. Mm-hmm. They didn't bother the fist scales. Like uh, fist scale podium, Tony Swenson won that one with Ethan Mickelson on his ass, and because my truck was going so slow, I was in third place, but I was going so slow, I was watching them half the race. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, my shock shaft broke. I'm like, fuck. I... <laughs> yeah. You know. I want to go fast, but I can't. I wasn't that far behind him. Um, oh, Ethan ended up six seconds behind Tony. But I ended up with the 12-8-13 and Tony with the 13-8-25. But I TQ'd that thing. I love fist scale on that track. It was fun. I hope we can continue. Uh, yeah, fist scales out there, I, I thought were pretty cool. Yeah, and we could make, well, I I could make both triples. Some Most could make the front triple. Because it's the way you drive them. With those trucks, and we're running stock tires. So you don't get that stuck in the mud and, like, stopped thing halfway through the corner you have to have confidence in your truck to keep your tires spinning throughout that corner so when you square up it's you're carrying a ton of momentum Mm -hmm. we're running you know stock tire stock motor scenario i kind of wonder so i was gonna take the tires off of joe three's car because they're like brand new or off of his 5t Mm-hmm. I was going to put them on my truck because my truck, I might have a quarter left before they're 100% bald. My, <laughs> you know, in that wet stuff, that might have helped. Having such, like, burnt out tires. True. It might have. It's a theory. Because <laughs> I could keep good rotation and all that stuff, and I could keep the wheels spinning, and Yeah. Next time, so hey, when we go to Cheese City Extreme, do you want me to get a hold of you and see if you want to come and run Truggy? What is that? They race weekly, I think. Because Joe 3 and I are just going to go and run Fist Scale. Well, I might take you up on that. Yeah, it's a four and a half hour drive there and a four and a half hour drive back. If you're not against leaving in the place at like four o'clock, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. We don't have to get Problem home. Problem is, I work on a work Friday night, so. Oh, I gotcha. I don't know how well. I mean, if you were wanting to leave Saturday morning, hella hella early, then well, I, I could do it. But I do leave hella hella early. That's why I'm saying if I left at like four, three, three o'clock, four around there. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't see any issue with it then as long as, you know, big cars are on that weekend. I don't see. Yeah. So, 
You're starting to break up a little bit. I don't know what happened. It's my dumb phone. Oh. Are you an iPhone or Android guy? Uh, iPhone. Everybody's giving me shit because I'm still on Android. A lot of people are. It's, it's I don't I don't have anything against them. It's just that's what I've always exactly had iPhones. Uh, the last phone I got was in 2021 because I have a Galaxy S21 Plus Ultra. That's the first time I got a $1,200 phone. So they had that in because normally I was just the regular $800 phone guy. Mm-hmm. But they had that Samsung in stock, and they had, uh, I want to say it was the iPhone 12. It might have been the 13, but it's probably the 12. I played with the iPhone for a good 30 minutes because I'm like, I don't want to spend 1200 on a phone. I want to spend 800 on this iPhone 12. I'll switch. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it to <laughs> save my life. I mean... I I shouldn't say that. I got it, but then not well. And like my buddy that I do my other podcast with, the Cauliflower Ear, Brian. So it was me, Brian, and our other mostly co-host, Andy, sitting around doing the podcast. Brian's been on an iPhone for about a year, and he's like, how do you set this thing to vibrate? Uh- and it's like right there because he's, you know, we're about the same level in technology-wise. It's like right there. If he can't get that, it's like, yeah, I can't. It's so easy. It's just a little teeny tiny switch on right above the volume button. I know. I know. But anyway, enough about phones. <laughs> so next week, before we get into questions and notes and all that stuff, Next week, well, upcoming week, uh, let's get the dates here all the way. Because I don't know what day it is today even. Um, May 20th and 21st with practice on the 19th. MNRC, round number one at Southern Minnesota RC in Blooming Prairie, Minnesota. I already got my hotel booked and paid for. down in Austin for it. I uh, wish I could make it for the full weekend, but with me working Friday night and us moving into a new apartment next weekend, it's going to be kind of hard to even make it on Sunday for Mains. Yeah, I know. But I could see you doing it. <laughs> I probably could do it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man, but it's going to be a good time. Weather... <sighs> I, I know you shouldn't look at the weather week out, but it's already looking good. Which it definitely is, is. So Joe 3 and I have indoor pits already. I don't know if he's got any indoor spots left. He will here. I'm going to I'm gonna text him here pretty soon and let him know that me and Clayton aren't going to make it for uh, the whole weekend. So Okay. Is Clayton not coming? Uh, no. I th- what was that you broke up again? Uh, he is not. He, me and him are kind of in the same boat. Gotcha. Um, if, if anything, uh, we'd come down Saturday and pitch a tent, get some practice laps in, and run Sunday. But gotcha. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, PM Justin Dockin on Facebook. the The reason why I love the indoor pits the most is because I don't have to huck my shit to the hotel. True. So, 
Unless you want to glue a set of tires or something like that. Yeah, well, last time I did shocks in the hotel room, that sucked. <laughs> but last time it rained most of Friday, and I got one practice run in, and my car was terrible, and I redid the shocks, and it was just like baptism by fire. Joe Three's got that B4 that I ran last year. Mm-hmm. He started out, and that car looked way too twitchy for him. But he, but that was the first time he was on dirt since September. He calmed down, and he started driving that thing, and it's like he's looking pretty good. He's in that weird spot right now between sportsman and regular open. He's going to run sportsman until I say stop. I said, you might, you're probably not going to finish this point series in sportsman. I said, you're probably going to be in open and you're probably going to be in the D main quite often. Because mm-hmm. you, you can either battle for wins in sportsman or actually become a better driver. What would that you do? I mean, he became. This year was his first year not running sportsman and carpet, and he became a billion times better. And it was like the switch was almost immediate. So, oh. all right. I yeah, just, after this weekend, there's uh, June 10th is the next FTR race. Yep. And like I said, I'm really hoping to make that one. And if not, Joe Sr., Sr. is probably going to race my fifth scale if I can't make that one. Or senior will run Joe threes and I'll have somebody run mine. There you go. It'll probably be because I got two, two. I'm gonna have two trucks on the track, whether or not me and Joe three are running it, or running them, or somebody else is running them. I'll have two trucks on the track to make that fly. So I was talking to I forget who I was talking to. Is Mike Nesbitt I was talking to under a Facebook post. And he's like, those look like so much fun and there's no tire game. Because there's not, because we run stock tires. You run a stock tire. You replace them when they're worn out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah. It's way, way more on the front end, but it's so much less on the back end. Like, seriously, you don't have to put any type of serious money into it once you get the truck you need to replace you need to replace two servos that's two 250 a servo that's a shitty part you need a kill switch like i said you don't need the hundred dollar one from dynamite but you at or from a mod you don't need the hundred dollar one from mod but i prefer it because it's never gonna fail you can get the $30 one from Dynamite and probably be okay. And let's see, what else do you need? I think you just got to go through and change the fluids after you get the servos. I mean, so cool. you're in it for two grand, 2100 bucks, but then you only replace the parts you break. And I only started breaking parts now because I have seven gallons of fuel through that truck. And seven gallons lasts way longer than seven gallons in a nitro car. True. So, I mean, out of a tank with the stock motor, I get about 35, 40 minutes. And out of the mod motor, I get about 25 minutes. So, yeah. 
Um, let's see. If I have notes, they're old, but I'll see. Oh, MMR is having a carpet off-road state champs. I believe it's one of the first weekends in June. I believe it's the weekend before. I'm pulling it up right now. I believe it's the weekend before FTR round two. I was going to say, I thought it was June 3rd. Yeah, it's the weekend of June 3rd. Uh, it's open up on RC signups right now. So if you're planning on going to get signed up, I'm on the fence. Um, if I go, I'm going to run just two wheel and Joe three will probably run just two wheel just because the tires, what we got right now, mm-hmm. but, uh, it's possible we go, uh, it's either that, or we're going to go to cheese city extreme that day. One of the two. Right. It depends if his uh, fist scale's done. And then, um, oh, Radio Impound Podcast. They came back. I didn't think they'd come back, but they're back. So, Did not know there was one. Even Radio Impound Podcast is the first RC podcast, I believe. Well, that goes to show you how in-depth I am into podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Besides well, ours. Well, no, I... Um, so it's kind of funny. Jason Rona and Guy Jr. do that one. And it's, it's a fun podcast. The funny thing is, so Greg Gerton and I started this podcast and we're like, we're going to talk about more local stuff, but their podcast was like an hour and a half, two hours. We're like, oh, we're going to keep ours at about a half hour, quick in and out. Episode one, that went right out the window. Mm. I think our first episode was like an hour and 40 minutes. Oh, man. Yeah. And again, I'm not telling anybody where to get those. But, yeah, it was, it's good to see them back. I'm still enjoying the Roadcaster board that Gotti Jr. sold me. So, yeah. Um... Before we get into questions, and because bef- I got to pull them up, bef- but I got to punch this tire out first. Um, if you want Ran Out of Talent merch, go to pwrmerch.com and get your Ran Out of Talent t shirt and your Ran Out of Talent mug. Very small portions of that come back to the podcast, and it really helps us out. You know, it helps, it helps me go racing too. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, it does. Because I just, <laughs> I, I give you all that cash. <laughs> you know, I just punched a hole in these reflexes. I'll tell you what, these reflexes are going to last a lot longer than these recons. Well, I guess you'll find out. Uh, just feeling it, like with my thumb, feeling the pins fold over on the recons. And there's hardly any pinfold over on the re- reflex. But I bet these recons will be dialed. I'm almost 100% sure they're going to be dialed. I'm going to save them for the main. I'm going to have a set of blues and a set of greens, and I'm going to save them for the main. Hell yeah. So, yeah. Um, let's pull up questions here. Let's double check, make sure we, because we got a couple questions, but we haven't gotten a ton. You know, I think people have already asked everything. 
Um, yeah, let's see. People here. are running out of questions so fast. Yeah. We run out of talent. They run out of questions. I'm kind of bummed you guys are moving to St. Francis. It would have been a fun summer if you, uh, if you guys would have like hung out with us at like the bar and stuff. I mean, we can, it was, if we're just moving to Bethel. So, I mean, it's not like, well, yeah, know, but uh, it's different. Like Beth and I, we went like, we've been going out on the e-bikes and having drinks and shit. Yep. Well, today we did, um, only a few miles, but we brought a few drinks to, um, Otsego park and sat by the Mississippi and had a couple drinks. Oh, cool. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's fun. I, I think I've said this on here before. If you're going to spend a couple grand on couples entertainment, go to, I, I should get paid for how many of these I sold for these fucking guys. <laughs> go to electric L E C T R I C e-bikes. Google them. You get the e-bike I got for like eight, 850 bucks. Let's see, Friday night, we got 25 miles out of a charge. Holy shit. Yeah, and we were averaging like 16 miles an hour. Wow. Yeah. They go, if you turn them up to the highest setting and pedal with it with the throttle, they'll go 28. Oh, man. So this question's kind of anonymous because there's things that haven't been announced yet, but... um. Let's see. The question is, where do you think the carpet scene in Minnesota is going? Um, I think the talent's going to stay. I think the talent's going to stay where it's at. But is there going to be a track to be able to run it? Well, there's tracks. There's two. Three. Two. Three. You're missing one. But... But that one's up for sale. No, but announcements haven't been made for certain tracks, but there's three carpet track. Oh, there's two carpet tracks and an AstroTurf track in the cities. You Is have AstroTurf somewhere? Yeah, the toy box. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought you said in the cities, so I thought you were well, talking about the actual cities. No, it's, you know, a little out of the cities. It's not bad. It's an hour away from Elk River. So, um, yeah, I think, I think a lot of us are going to start doing maybe some of the Hobbyplex series, um, or maybe, and again, okay, I can run at Island Speedway, but I cannot run foam tires, and therefore I cannot compete. But let's say they were to get an NCTS event. They won't be able to run foam tires just for the simple fact that Sasa is not allowed at NCTS events, and you need Sauce with foam tires. There's no kind of like, well, you can do this. No, you need Sauce with foam tires, 100%. You do. So... Um, yeah, Island's going to be one we go to. There's a bunch in Wisconsin. There's a Bad Fast in Iowa. So, you know, on certain weekends, we can check those out. Sure. You know, just go for a club race. But 
and again, though, we still have plenty. We're going to have, we still have pl- plenty. That's what I'm going to say. Um, but yeah, things are going to get a little more spread out. Um, this question's from Greg Newsom. E-buggy tire recommendations for Ricks for the end of the month. And he said the pics I posted from the Vegas track looked like a good time. It was a great time. Um, He's Lexus. Or Buckshots. There is a sweep tire right now at Ricks that is dominating all. You have to talk to Dave LaRue because I do not remember what they are. Um, But yeah, if you don't want to do the sweep, reflexes or buckshots for sure. In a green, green, maybe blue compound. I don't think on a club day it'll build a groove. I don't, I, I've never seen it build a groove on a club day. But like on an MNRC event, I really like the uh, rehabs. I, I ran aqua rehabs towards the end of the weekend, and they were super good. So, yeah, I would say uh, J-Con reflexes, Proline buckshots, or uh, AKA impacts. Either in soft, well, on hot days, it'd be a soft. On cooler, wet days, it'd be a super soft. Yeah. And again, talk to Dave LaRue because there's one tire out there that's just the ticket. It really is. Um, What else do we got? Pat Boyd. He's wondering, is Mini Truggy now dying with the release of the new T6.4 stadium truck? Will we see a growth in stadium next winter season? Well, as long as there's a clay track, Mini Truggy will be around. Because Mini Truggy, it's not the premier class on clay, but damn it, it is the most fun. You strap a ton of horsepower and you have all the grip in the world. What's more fun than that? You're not going any faster than a 13.5 buggy. And that's if you're really, really good. Most people are going 17.5 two-wheel stock buggy times. But, but it's still a blast. You know, put a 5.6055 in a little track and just let her rip. Um... I got a little information because uh, I, I was talking to um, the Dollar Hobby group chat, you know, and I was talking like, hey, it's going to be exciting seeing like at Dollar and the Toy Box truck classes getting even bigger because it started growing there at the end of the year. A lot of guys at the Toy Box are going to be getting the SE 6.4. So you might see a lot of short course. I think the short course going to make a comeback now. It might. It might. You're going to see stadium truck too. I'm sure of it. Um, Because the, I assume the improvements that they made with the new T6.4 is going to translate to how well it made the B6.4. Like the B6.4 on carpet is the best carpet car right now as we speak. Um, I, I mean, that changes overnight. Next, 
company comes out with the car, it could be better. But right now, the B6.4 is the best carpet and AstroTurf car, hands down. Um, I'm hoping it does it with the T6. And, and it's not big changes. It's just, you know, a little bit of chassis movement, um, a sl- slightly different steering rack, just little changes made that buggy just excellent. Um, I think truck all the way around. I think stadium and shore course is going to get bigger. Um, at least regionally, um, Jason on the rip podcast made a good point. He goes, there are pockets to where it's huge and then it's dead in other spots. Um, my wife is wondering why am I so handsome? Because her vision's bad. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe she's got the drunk goggles on 24-7. You know, I under I, I, I kind of think the same thing when Olivia makes a compliment towards me. I'm like, uh, are you blind? Does it make you uncomfortable? Mm, kind of. Beth and I have been together for mm, 18-ish years. Wait, 19 years, and we've been married for 17 years, and her complimenting me still makes me really uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I got beaten down by such pile of garbage women in the past that it just screwed me up for life. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Because it's like, you know, she... She gets me gifts, she compliments me, all that. It makes me so, I shouldn't feel uncomfortable. I should feel grateful. I really should. But it makes me so uneasy and so uncomfortable. I'm a weird guy, I guess. It's, I, it's, it's just, you know, it's, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't, before, well, yeah, before Beth, with the exception of one, most women treated me like shit. With the exception of one. And she was, you know, she was my girlfriend when we were juniors in high school. It's like, yeah, that wouldn't have worked regardless. Because mm-hmm. you're not, well, there are exceptions to the rule, but you're not going to marry your high school sweetheart. And you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you really shouldn't. And it's like I've seen her Facebook page. It's like, man, I do- I dodged a mental health bullet. So, anyway, do you got anything else? I don't. Man, 55 minutes and the first, like, 20-something was of Silver State. It happens. Yeah. Oh, man. Um. Well, I know it happens, but. I think we covered FTR pretty well, and we covered Silver State pretty well. Yeah. Marco Barufalo coming in. Seth making it straight to the A in everything I believe. I know he made it in Truggy and Nitro Buggy. I don't. I did not see how he did an E Buggy. Did you? I didn't hear him say something about coming out of a B. Yeah. Him and E Buggy don't get along. Because <laughs> the E Buggies are soulless flashlights. They really are. But that's just 
I don't know. <laughs> they are a difficult breed, but they're fun to drive. I never liked mine. They're getting better. Okay, they are getting better for sure. Like, if you feel like a Gen 1 e-buggy from, like, 2008, 2009, and then you feel the electronics in an e-buggy now, it's a million times better. I could see myself having an e-buggy again, just not right now. It's just not right. Yeah. It's getting right. It's getting better. It's just not right. I, I sold mine to um Sarah for dirt cheap because it's like, I'll get her into it. So, Hell yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, let's uh, end this one and talk real shit when the recording's done. <laughs> All right. I'm Joser Jr., and with me has been Joey Fitzsimmons, and we've ran out of talent. See you later, guys.